now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 521st episode of the, oh, 522nd episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Uh Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful, as always, co-host. We've got Lord Jushiro. Some say, how you doing, buddy? And we've got uh, our Sigma. Hello! This is going to be a fun show today. I'm actually pretty excited because we don't have to focus yeah. on BDSP. <laughs> no, 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 we do not. That's been like three weeks, man. You know, three weeks of talking about BDSP, but I'm ready to talk about not BDSP. So uh, I'm very excited. But welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. Should we start saying, like, video games? There's a lot of video games, and I think we mostly talk about those. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talk a lot about video games, like Pokemon Unite. I mean, the video games are worth talking about, unlike in the past, when they weren't exciting, like back when mm-hmm. Shuffle was the yeah. part of the rotation. <laughs> They've done a really good job recently, especially in the past, like, two years, of being like, people want, like, real Pokemon spinoff games, you know? And mm-hmm. we've gotten stuff like new Pokemon Snap in the past year, but then before that, we even got, like, Mystery Dungeon DX. And you died. Yeah. So, one, I think there is a major mess-up on BDSP's part, uh, because BDSP does that thing where if you have Sword and Shield data, you get a Mew, and if you have Let's Go Pikachu, or no, if you get have Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee data, you get a Mew, and if you have uh, Sword and Shield data, you get a Jirachi. Right. Yeah. I think they should, because they're still missing two mythicals. I think Celebi and Deoxys aren't available in there to, like, completely finish your national decks, if you really wanted to. I think they should have put two more NPCs in there that give you those, but they make you have Pokemon Snap save data and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX save data. <laughs> or Pokemon. Yeah. Or Pokemon. Why not? Uh, that would be the meaner one, for sure. It would be mean, but... Very mean. <laughs> it technically is still at Worlds... So, it makes oh. a little sense. I don't know why. It's still basically valid. Uh, I think they, I think they've kind of accepted it's dead, right? Like, Pockin's going away, like, once Unite gets really started, right? I feel yeah. like there was a contract. There was probably a five-year contract or something like that saying. I believe that, actually, with, like, the Tekken creators. We will support Pokken for five years at Worlds or something like that. Probably. That sounds legit. I would not deny that happened. Yeah. The the problem is Pockin stopped getting supported after like a year. That's the problem mm-hmm. with Pockin. Mm-hmm. Is that it just stopped getting supported because we got that one DLC and if honestly if they would have kept the DLC up, kinda like how they're adding uh Pokemon to Unite now, like every few right. weeks, I think that they could have one hundred percent just kept going. Yeah. And people probably would have kept playing it because it, 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 you could have equated it to like a oh, worse version of Smash Brothers, but just with Pokemon, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And people would probably have played it. Get a new character every three to four months and be like, yeah, yeah here you go. I mean, the pricing for the DLC was like super high, though, wasn't it? Yeah, was it was it something like, like $12 per character or something. Uh, we can look this up real quick. I believe I believe it, though. Like it was it was real bad. 
I remember being like surprised it was so high because I think it was even higher than like the Smash Bros. Right? Yeah. Like I understand it's a fighting game, but it's also like uh, it was a little high. It's milking that franchise, of course. The 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 name. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it's. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I mean, it's like how Unite gets to sell forty dollars skins. It's like exactly. It's the premium of being Pokemon. Now you can buy it for $15. You can buy yourself your Aegislash. Both of them? And, yeah. So it's still like $7.5 per. A fun fact, I still haven't played Unite. Yeah. <laughs> I played it on Wii U. I, I sold it back because I'm like, oh, you mean po- it on Pocket, not, not Unite, but yeah. Pocket, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Unite is good-ish. I, I enjoy it. It's fun to play. I, I think it's I think that's a little bit easier for people to get into than Pokem? a very technical fighting game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, $15 right now because Nintendo's weird and they do their DLC in like packs. Yeah. And not like as piecemeal as a lot of other companies do. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And so you can't just buy Aegislash. You have to buy both Aegislash and Blastoise mm-hmm. as your yeah. fighters. But yeah, you can buy it right now on uh, Amazon. You can go buy it. The whole bundle together, if you want it with Pocken, is $75 Roonies. <laughs> so. I'm good. Yeah. Of course it is. I think everybody's good without that game. I think we're okay. I remember when they put it on, like, the Nintendo Switch Online, like, trial game, and it's like, oh, I'll give it a shot again. Maybe I'll enjoy it. No. No. That was, like, a year ago, and I did I did not enjoy it. The yeah. gameplay isn't that entertaining, you know? And unless you're, like, unless you are, like, somebody who is, like, deep into fighting games, it's, yeah. uh, I, I think that's the reason unite is doing better than people anticipated is because it's not a super technical moba yeah it feels very accessible it's very accessible yeah and i think that's kind of been the success of the pokemon franchise in general is making very Mm. accessible products absolutely it's like there's depth if you want to get into it but anyone Mm -hmm. can start it up and be like hey i'm okay with this like yeah i I know what i'm doing yes yeah so i think that's something that uh that people need to think about when they do it. I don't know. I I, I wouldn't play Pokken, though. I, I'm just not a big Pokken fan. I don't care about watching it. But I'll probably watch them unite and be like, oh, that's a cool play, you know? Because I understand how it works, the basics and everything. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. It, 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 I always feel that fighting games have this diminishing return aspect to it where you play it the first time and it's cool. But by the, you know, fifth or sixth time, it's like, okay, I'm done. So it's uh, Pokken always for me at least had a a time expiring time as to where that when that game was going to be just boring. Yeah, I it, it takes a lot for a game to really stand the test of time in general anyway. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. because if you think just even like Smash Brothers like uh most Smash Brothers titles stand the test of time. Like I think Ultimate's going to be like a mainstay for a very long time in the Smash mm-hmm. Brothers yeah. scene. I mean the 3DS and Wii U ones feel a little awkward because Ultimate just feels like better versions of those. No, it is. It won- Okay, let's be honest, though. Like, anything on the Wii U, like, didn't really exist. Like, look at Mario <laughs> Kart 8 Deluxe. It is the best-selling right. Switch title. I'm okay with and it. And that game came out on the Wii U. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. it's a good game. I, I can't, it's just, it's a port. I can't be upset. It's just a port. That's the problem. Yeah, but that's yeah. a testament of exactly how badly the Nintendo handled the Wii U's launch and distribution. To be fair, the Wii U, I think, was one of those things, because, like, the Wii, what the Wii U was is what the Switch is, or what the Wii U wanted to be the Switch. 
Exactly. Yeah. And it just couldn't do that. Like if they would have done it, even something as simple as being like, oh, you can load like a like just put like a small, tiny hard drive onto like the gamepad for the Wii U right. so that you could say like, hey, I want to put this game on there so I can take it on the go. Done. <laughs> you're you're doing fine. But they uh, I think they were just too scared to like really actually try that. I don't know if the technology was there either at the time. No, when they were lunch, people weren't sure if it was like a Wii U, uh, a Wii, uh, a Wii controller. When it came out, people were like super confused of what, what it was. Yes, it was very bad marketing. Well, they were really scared of like leaving the Wii, I think, because the Wii right. was so successful. And so, I mean, the Wii, the Wii U has a lot of good stuff on it. It's just, I don't know, it's not done well. And it, like the marketing was, at, like you said, very bad. It's bad, yeah. So they didn't sell the console enough for the games, and despite how good the games might have been, it's just they didn't sell enough consoles to make it work. I think they sold, like, less than 11 million Wii U or something. Uh, Oh, it was 13. 13 million. Okay. They sold sold three times as many Mario Kart 8 copies on the Switch. Uh, (laughs) They have sold more Let's Go copies than they have sold Wii U's. Yes. (laughs) That's something. (laughs) It's very close. (laughs) That's not okay. No, oh. no, it is not. No, I feel bad because Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is probably what's holding us back from like cheaper games on the Switch because mm. it still sells. So there's no reason to like drop the price. But well, did you hear about the Christmas bundles that like mm-hmm. they're just so uh. confident about this Mario Kart thing that the Christmas bundles are just the same. They're like, yeah, you can get Mario Kart 8 bundled with it, or you can get this bundle with a year of Nintendo uh, online. But not the good Nintendo online, like the $20 no, the a $20 month. One. <laughs> the $20 a month <laughs> Nintendo online. Uh, or $20 a year. Yeah, like I feel like Mario Kart 8 is what's holding us up back from like reduced priced games. Absolutely. Because it still sells millions each quarter. And it's like, oh. Yeah. yeah. And you can't really do reduced price games and not say... Hey, this port that released like the second month of the Switch is not on that list. So yeah, it's it's so weird. It, the whole thing's so weird to me. Yeah, hopefully we get a new Mario Kart soon, so we can so we can finally sunset Mario Kart Eight <laughs> and make it like a thirty dollar game or something. It's not gonna happen. As long as the goose is laying those golden eggs, that goose yeah. is not going to rest. I mean, yeah. its sales are probably stopping them from releasing a Mario Kart 9 or whatever they'll call it. It 100% is. It 100% is. We just need to do a good Mario Party. I mean, Mario Kart basically has been like a one per generation game, so I don't think they're, they're planning. Yeah, but there wasn't one. This is the same one as last gen. Okay, to be fair though, last gen didn't really exist for them. Like, there's a five year yeah. gap in Nintendo history. Okay, exactly, <laughs> and and it's not, not entirely the same game. I understand that has more stuff. As far as Nintendo is concerned, they had they they had the Wii and then they had the 3DS and then they had the Switch. Okay, that's all they know. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right, this is a good place to stop. This is a Pokemon podcast, not a Mario Kart <laughs> podcast. So we're gonna kick it on over and we're gonna go talk about some of the news that's happened in the past week. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> And welcome to the news. In the news, we have very little to talk about. (laughs) 
it's the it's like this weird thing that's never happened before where we have like where a game just came out but they've got another one coming out in like a month and a half just for a reminder if you're playing bdsp you can still get this mystery gift uh mystery gift with the code bdsp underground with uh zero as the o because they don't let you put o's in because they don't want you to confuse them <laughs> uh this will give you uh color statues of turtwig chimchar and piplup for your secret base uh, and this is going to go until May thirty first, so you can, you have a, you have a hot minute to go get it. But uh, I would uh, I would go ahead and try to uh, pick them up so you don't forget. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're exciting. I have found playing BDSP that I cannot find an electric statue to save my life. They're exciting because they're they're one sized colored statues. Like that that's the excitement here. That's true. Okay, that's fair. They they have the same value as like a nine square one. Like. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, I still want electric statues. Like, I can't find a Pikachu statue or an Electivire statue or a Luxury statue anywhere. It's really annoying. I just want them so I can boost the Alakid chance, you know? I'm still not sure what's the difference between the colored ones and the regular statues. All the statues do is boost what you find. Okay. God, the game does not do a good job explaining it. No, they don't. It just it just boosts what type of Pokemon you find, and the more of the type that you have, the more higher your boost is. There's like a point value in the back end that, that defines them all. I think regular statues are plus one, and colored statues are plus two. If you're playing Diamond, you won't find a quality fire type anyway, no matter, unless you've Finish the national decks anyway, so. I liked Houndoom's nice. Houndoom was okay. But, but you get, how, how, so, I know we said not to talk about Diamond Pearl, but let's talk real quick. Oh, we can absolutely talk about it. It's just not the focus. <laughs> yeah, my biggest uh, issue with Diamond and Pearl is the Pokedex and how yes, crappy it is. Um, and I chose Piplup, and I'm like, ooh, I want Growlithe as my fire type for this generation, and I can't get one. No, you can't get one until the post game. It's ridiculous. And then uh, my whole team, unannounced, not even intentionally, my whole team is weak to ground. Hey, I, I had that problem. I had a Star Raptor and three Pokemon weak to ground. It was great. Right. And, and my, yeah, I had to pick Bronson if I wanted to be, have an entertaining Pokemon to use that I haven't used in the past. And it was my whole team is weak to ground. Can't find for the life of me a good fire type in that game. And they give you Houndoom, but Houndoom they give you as already fully evolved instead of just giving you Houndoom. It's like, what's going on with this Pokedex? It's weird and it's, I don't understand it. It is very weird. I mean, the DP Pokedex is bad and I'm surprised they use that instead of the updated one. Right. Like, Platinum fixed a lot of problems. Right. Like, they understood there were problems and Platinum fixed it. So I don't know why they're just like, yeah, let's revert. Oh, because it's different people, I guess, a different studio. And they were like, this, I'm not sure it was a problem. And they still made it a problem. I think Papa Game Freak sat over their shoulder the entire time. They, they didn't let them change anything until they reached the Elite Four. And then they were like, you can do what you want, but you can't touch the levels. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to touch the levels or the Pokemon. But you can do whatever you want after that. They did a really good job, I think, um, just on like AI and how the battles were done. Like the gym leader battles are hard. Mm-hmm. They are. The Elite Four started switching out Pokemon. It's like, ooh. Yeah, it was done well. Like it was done very well. So I, I give them credit. All right, though. More things about BDSP. You can go ahead and uh, check out uh, the new download for BDSP if you want to get online uh, for version 1.1.2. Uh, which everybody's upset about because it got rid of the menu glitch that lets you clone Pokemon. So you can't, you can't go ahead and clone your Pokemon anymore. It's real sad. Aww. 
Yeah, that's the glitch they fixed. They didn't fix timer, though. <laughs> <laughs> they have to consider it a problem. In the timer, they don't consider it a problem. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for version for version 1.2. I think it's going to happen soon, where they give us the full online capabilities. I don't think they're too far out from that. I feel like that comes before Christmas, right? Yes. Yes. Like that seems like the goal. All right. So Pokemon also put up an advent website, my Pokemon place. I haven't seen this actually, Sigma. You put this on there. Yeah, I just checked it out. The one for the fourth was like a link to a YouTube video where they sang Jingle Bells. This is like the worst and best thing I've heard. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is weird. Yeah. Okay. It's very loud. Okay. We're not doing this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. So that was interesting, I guess. Uh, (laughs) All right. Let's move on to uh, everybody's favorite part of the show, the Pokemon Go news section. Um, I do believe there's still that battle competition coming up next weekend, by the way. Tiny Tourney. That's the one. I'm- yeah, Tiny Tournament's still happening, so make sure you register for that ne- before next weekend if you are interested in that. Yeah, it's like field. Little Cup, except they ban bigger things. Or taller things. Yeah, it's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like more fun Little Cup. I'm gonna play. I think it sounds like fun. Okay. So, lots of Pokemon Go stuff came out because it's a new season. And, uh, cool. Each month they're going to do, like, a month-long quest of doing, or of a certain goal. This this month's goal is Stardust, which you get every time you capture a Pokemon. And I believe there's a dino in there somewhere towards the end, so that's cool. Oh, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, January's focus is on uh, XP, and I believe Gumi is the Pokemon for that. And February is based on the number of captures and has a Noibat, and I like Noibat, and I need more. So. I haven't caught a Noibat in Pokemon Go yet. I think I caught one, maybe two. Yay. So I don't have a lot of candy, and they take like 400 to evolve. So it's awful. They also announced the Johto Tour will be coming this year, which is the same as the Kanto Tour last year where we got the Shiny Mew and it was actually really cool and like one of the best events. Yeah, I'm, I might jump into that this year. I didn't do it. I didn't do the Shiny Mew thing last year, but I did. Uh, I might jump into it this year. Like it was the best event Pokemon Go's ever done. So. Oh my. I wish they would do those more frequently instead of just once a year. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very interested in what they're going to do with it because we already have shiny Celebi yeah. shiny Ho-Oh and Lugia have been around for a while. So I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to know what, what we're getting before I, what will be special about this Yeah, before I commit, I'd like to know mm. what's coming. Like, is it going to be something from legends? We're going to get, we're going to get a new Meltan esque Pokemon and it's not going to be fun. Yeah. I still don't have uh melt metal in the game because I just refuse to go back to Pokemon Go, which I know I shouldn't. I should go back and at least fiddle around with it. You're fine. I mean, if you have Pokemon Home, it'll give you the free... Yeah, you get a free one. Gigantamax one. In Pokemon Home? How? You just have to transfer, like, one thing from Go and they give you a Gigantamax Melmetal. I really don't like Meltan and Melmetal, mostly because they're the only Pokemon that, like, exist outside of the main series games. Mm Mm-hmm. You can't evolve Meltan in-game, and I'm very frustrated by that. It's a little annoying. Yes. There needs to be an evolution method for that. Even if it's just like a Thunderstone. Like, just just do it. I've always said that if a Pokemon exists, it needs to be somehow attainable in the main games. It doesn't need to be all in one game. I, I agree. Except multiple, ver- uh, multiple versions and multiple generations uh, t- in order to get them. But they have to get available. And the fact that they make you play Pokemon Go just to get Metal, it's annoying AF. Yeah, I can see in a few years that getting dropped because I honestly, I don't see how Pokemon Go survives. Um, to the extent that it is now, once they catch up with actual Pokemon, 
which they're getting dangerously close to doing. I'm curious of what their five-year plan is. Now? Yes. I want to know what Pokemon Go is going to be like in 2026, and I don't think it'll look nearly what it looks like in 2021. Just because the only thing they've been doing that's like quote-unquote new and different has been adding Pokemon. Mm, And slowly adding Chinese. So slowly. Yeah. Well, yeah, shiny, shiny definitely is like the, um, what's the word? It's the draw. It's the draw. It's everyone can catch them all, I I guess, but it, it requires patience to get shinies. Community days are a big draw. Just for that reason, the shinies are just a higher percentage. Like the random events don't have a high, higher boosted shiny rate that I like. So I usually don't bother. Might be controversial, but I support multiple shinies colors for Pokemon for the same Pokemon. Like, I know they started doing something like that. I'm not against that idea. With uh, the little square shinies instead of the little star shinies in Swish. But uh, yeah, I I really do think they need to expand on the shinies and maybe add like two colors per Pokemon if they can Mm -hmm. to make it even more like, oh, I have to catch every color uh, of my favorite Pokemon or something like that. Because I really do believe that that's a good draw since, you know, actually catching all Pokemon legendaries is not a draw. Everyone catches the legendary. So you need that one thing that people can just hunt for mm-hmm. constantly. Pinkachu. Uh, that would be fun. Oh, yeah. A pink, a pink Pikachu would be adorable. You could go back and fix a lot of the old shinies that are bad. All the pure green Pokemon, they can actually give them good colors. Yes. You know how, it, how hard it is that shiny Jolteon is ugly? You know how much, how many years I've carried with this uh, uh, pain in my heart that the shiny version of my favorite Pokemon just sucks. Jolteon should be like blue lightning. That's what it should be. Yes! A bluish uh, green, maybe, if you want to add green so much to it. But that's Pokemon Go. Yay. Puckle Advent Calendar's still going on, so that's pretty cool. Today's Saturday, so we're, we're only on December 4th. By the time you listen to this, though, December 6th, so get over there if you haven't already. Yeah, I think there's, like, pseudo-legends and starters coming up. Oh, and if you're like me, uh, and you get distracted mid-trade and you don't complete it, please wait, uh, at least 15 minutes before you try again, and don't be like moi, who tried immediately after, and the system kicked me out. So, uh, remember guys, just, Mm -hmm. just wait. Just be patient. (laughs) Uh, other than that, uh, oh, we still have the survey going, by the way. Um, the survey, we posted it last week. Yeah, um, we, I said that if we got to 200 survey responses, we'll give away uh, shiny BDSP starters, uh, probably after Advent Calendar. Woo! But I think currently we're at like 120 responses already, which is insane. I don't think we actually ever got them that fast before. So if you haven't done it yet, help push us to 200. I think we'll definitely do it. I think we could definitely do it by the end of this month without any problem whatsoever. But other than that, we're going to kick things on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. 
If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Thank you for that introduction. This first question for you guys is going to come to you from Trainer Zach. Which type has the least amount of Pokemon? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Which type has the least amount of Pokemon? What's the oh, another fancy way of saying what's the rarest type, right? Mm, it's Would not, it be fairy? I was thinking fairy, maybe steel. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Steel's up there probably, and dark is probably. <laughs> Diamond and Pearl has made me like. <laughs> there's so many steel Pokemon in that game that I'm not maybe doubting that, but you're probably right. There are. I think it's between those three. I think we've I think we've reached a critical point of dragons where we have a lot of dragons. Yeah, we have so much dragons. We have so there, many there are a lot of three stage dragon lines. Now. Yeah, there's so many of basically everything with the exception, I guess it's fairy steel. And I guess what's the other one that could like be dark? dark? I think. Yeah. So that's just going to need an answer soon, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so this what do you true. think? Do we go? <laughs> <laughs> do we go with steel? Do we go with? with uh fairy or do we go with dark uh i want to say fairy i feel fairy I, just there were, the yeah what's that just because it's the newest i, I can it's see the it. newest and i feel they didn't go back and added that many fairies with the exceptions of the ones that they did um <laughs> so i think that's the one because i feel okay. there's more steel than fairy but i might be wrong okay i'm done okay. with the logic fairy, fairy. type is unfortunately incorrect. Arr, fairy type is tied for sorry. second least, if that makes you feel better. I feel uh, uh, The answer is actually ice with only 15 oh. Pokemon. The most forgettable yeah. stat, uh, a type. Yes, of course. I, I assumed the lowland regionals helped it out a little bit. Probably a little bit, but I don't know about they did much. Uh, uh, so, yeah, 51 Pokemon or 5.66% of all Pokemon are ice types. Uh, second place is uh, tied between Ghost and Fairy with 59 uh-huh. Pokemon. Oh, uh, I thought each. Ghost was much higher, too. Uh, and then uh, tied for fourth is Dragon and Electric type with 62. Mm. Uh, hmm. 62. So, yeah, a lot of Pokemon that don't have a lot of types. Yeah. A lot of Pokemon, or a lot of types that don't have a lot of Pokemon, I guess I should say. Yeah. Uh, so, that that's your 0 for 1, but your next question is going to come to you from oh you guys know tcg you should be able to do this one yeah mm-hmm. uh, what evolution has never appeared on an english pack art <laughs> this is from okay. wow. ilshg i'm not going to try to pronounce that so good so news it- is the newest set definitely had uh i believe umbreon and sylveon on the front so right uh, and i don't think uh, every time a new ev- evolution has come out um, they've almost always been featured on the boxes because mm-hmm. EVs are yeah. popular. I don't know pack arts too well. But. That would check out based on the fact that only one of them hasn't appeared. So right, so it's none of the newer ones. I feel it would have to be one of the first three, or maybe does EV wait? You said evolutions or does EV count? evolutions? Okay, so not Eevee. No. Uh, it could be Flareon or Vaporeon. I do not recall if Jolteon was in the pack of jungle. And I think it could have been. Because that art was has been used so much. Yeah, like I don't I don't know the earlier ones where it would... Like Espeon's the other thought. I feel Espeon must have been featured at some point. Because like I said, Umbreon was on like the newest pack, but Espeon right. wasn't. So 
feel Espion like was earlier, at some pack. point. It might be wrong, but I think he might have. Well, any of the new ones are always features in pack. Like I, I believe that Leafeon and Glaceon and uh, Sylveon have all been on packs. Uh, I yeah. believe that. Uh, Flareon, I do not know. Jolteon, I do not know. And Vaporeon are the first three are the ones that I cannot recall which one of those were in packs and which one was not. Flareon, um, I vaguely remember. On, you like, vaguely remember Flareon? Okay, then it has to be, I guess, Vaporeon? Maybe, yeah. I, I have. N- I don't recall Vaporeon in any of the packs. Uh, I vaguely remember maybe Jolteon, but mm-hmm. I'm not too sure. So who do you want to go with? I'll let you choose this time. I think I, va- I failed. I think I'm okay part. going Vaporeon. Vaporeon? Uh, like, I think I remember Flareon on one of the older packs. So Okay, so let's go with Vaporeon. Yeah. Uh, Vaporeon is incorrect. The answer, the answer is, uh, once I say it, gonna be very unsurprising. Uh, is Glaceon. Oh, another ice, God. So this is, uh, Flareon appears on Jungle Packs, Legendary Collection. See, I knew it. EX Delta Species, Pop Series 3. Uh, Jolteon's in the Legendary Collection. EX Delta Species as well, as well as Pop Series 3. Yep. Heart Gold, Soul Silver, Undaunted. Um, Vaporeon makes it into the Legendary Collection. Sky Ridge, Pop Series 3. Espeon's mm-hmm. in Unified mm-hmm. Minds. That's the only one Espeon's in, actually, so Espeon's a close second. Umbreon, though, made it a Neo Discovery. EX Unseen Forces, Unified Minds, Evolving Skies. Yeah, he's a popping one. <laughs> and Leafeon makes it in uh, Rising Rivals and Ultra Prism. Uh, Sylveon hmm. makes Unbroken Bonds and Evolving Skies. I could have so, uh, that I saw Glaceon in for two. some point. I know, it's been a, it's a bad day. Yeah. All it's right. okay. Yeah. Your next question is your Pokedex entry question. And you will be able to uh, get it right on the first one. You'll be fine. Um, so let's go ahead. This one's going to be from Ethan Glass. Um, he's going to get, we're going to, this is from Pokemon Sword. It's Pokemon Sword entry reads, it can't run properly when it's newly born. As it races around with others of its kind, its legs grow stronger. Who's that Pokemon? That sounds like Ponyta. Sounds like a horse. Yeah, sounds like Ponyta or... Mudbray. Uh, Mudbray, yeah. Ooh, I'm leaning, I feel it's Mudray. I'm, I'm leaning Mudbray because... Uh, though it could be Ponyta, just because Galarian Ponyta is probably the one that got the dex focus. Oh, but God. I'm feeling Mudbray. I don't think Mudray too. I don't know why. I think I might have seen that recently, and I think it might be Mudray. Yeah. Okay. But we could be wrong. It could be three for O. It's okay. uh, We got a second entry. Mudray is incorrect. There we go. Uh, The next one. The next hint comes from Pokemon Stadium. Okay, so it's and it reads capable uh, of jumping over the Eiffel Tower in a single leaf. It's what are ten times harder than diamonds. I mean, so it's. So it's Ponyta or or Taurus, but how can Ponyta jump? Or I would say Taurus because how can Ponyta jump over a what? The, the Tower. Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower, which apparently exists. A prism in Tower that version. A prism Tower. Okay, it's Gen prism One. Tower, Gen yeah. One makes a lot of real life places <laughs> references. It's uh, I am aware, but <laughs> not very consistent. Yeah. Uh, well, what? Well, uh, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't see Toros uh, jumping. It's too big. That's true, too. <laughs> then I guess Ponyta can, can apparently jump over uh, the <laughs> the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> which I just don't see how that happens. Is Ponyta your final answer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so defeated. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tony Ta is correct. Our uh, our here. <laughs> yeah, we got the we got it down to fifty fifty the first time. Yeah. 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 So you guys are uh, one for three here. <laughs> Fun. Uh, it's okay. So, we have a hint for this one. So other things, Tony Ta has <laughs> jumped over in a single leap. According to the Pokedex, are though uh, Tokyo Tower and Aluru. Ayers Rock is in parentheses. Thanks for the fun fact, Liger. I'm sorry I couldn't pronounce any of it. So, <laughs> you guys are one for three. Our next question is going to be your multiple answer question. Uh, you can get up to three points here because I'll be generous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, merciful patch. Uh, there, are, uh, there are six answers to this question. Uh, okay. uh, there are six answers to this question. I will need uh, for every answer for every two answers you give me you will get a point um you will get up to two strikes here after two strikes you're out uh this comes from the purple knight and he wants to know uh, about multi-hit moves multi-hit moves have been a staple since gen one however there are six types that have yet to receive a multi-hit move what are they oh son Hmm. of a gun Uh... okay so normal we can cross out right normal has a million yeah Uh, water has water shuriken Yep, ice has fire. Ice. Oh, yep, I don't. I can't think of a fire one. Uh, I mm, okay. Let's keep fire on the thought. Uh, uh, which flying has dual wing beat now. Grass has bullet seed. Right. Uh, electric. Uh, I don't see. Yeah, I don't recall electric having one either. Uh, so fire and elect. Oh yeah, we have a hint we can just use to. Um, I don't know how to. This is the last question. Is it? Uh, no, there's one okay. more after this. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a there's base stat total. Uh, so okay. I guess if you're like between something, you'll use the hint, and I can just tell you which one's wrong. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. right now we got fire electric. Uh, yeah, you need a lot. Is there a ghost one? By the way, I, um, okay. So can we go fire? Uh, fire's correct. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can't think of a multi-hit electric move. Me so, either. Yeah. So I'm confident in electric too. Electric, electric is also correct. That gives you oh. two of your four answers. Uh, bug is no. Bug has pin missile. Jolteon yeah. shouldn't move. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that uh, menacing pain attack from Jolteon. We all scare scare of it. Uh, dark. Um, I don't know if Dark has one. Uh, well, depends if you count. Uh, beat him up. Is it or? Oh yeah, uh, beat up counts. I, beat, I up, beat up. Yeah. Counts. Because uh, although that depends on how many Pokemon you have, but still, um, we can hit multiple times. I think it's fine. Fairy, I don't think has one. So you've got yeah, fire I don't electric think... so far. I will need a yeah. I don't. I don't think fairy has one, so I'm okay with fairy. Fairy, fairy is correct. That's there we three. go. Okay, that's three. Is... Um, uh, I can't three, think of a steel one. Uh, how many you said that would five right or six? There's six total. Uh, six total. So yeah, Steel doesn't have one. I don't recall okay. Steel either having one. I know Dragon has one. That. Steel, I don't think has one. Ooh, Dragon has one? I don't know which one. What, what they have Scale Shot that? now. It was like a DLC move. Ah, yeah, I've never used that move, so that would have got me. Uh, but uh, uh, lock in oh. Steel, I guess. Steel is yeah, incorrect. That is your first strike. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, the move you Ooh. missed there is called uh, Double Iron Bash from Melna. Oh, okay. Uh, that's a mythical lock. That's why you missed a it. A mythical signature move. Gotcha. <laughs> That's why you missed it. Okay. Um, uh, ooh, it can't ice. be water. Uh, yeah, no. We got water out. Ice is out. Ice has icicle spear. Ball, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, 
psychic? Maybe? I'm uh, not too sure what psychic had. Psychic and ghost? I can't think of ones for either. Um, Ooh, yeah, me either. I can't. Uh, does ghost have one? That's why I'm thinking. I, I can't think of one. Ghosts don't have that many moves in general. Gonna need some answers. Okay, 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 okay. Let's go with psychic, right? Psychic first? Okay, yeah. Psychic. Psychic is correct. That is four. That's two points. There are two more types left. Okay, uh, then we're going to follow up with what we were just talking about. Ghost. Ghost. Ghost is also correct. That's five. There's there we go. We just left. need one. Um, does poison have not one? Not five. I, I'm pretty sure poison does have one. I don't remember which oh, one Oh, twin needle. No, twin that's needle. bug. There we go. It is bug? It poisons, but it's bug. That's how oh, you poison wow. small types. Uh um, what do you think? Uh, I'm okay with trying poise or uh, ground is the other option, right? Ground, but I do not recall anything ground either. Yeah. How can you make the ground shake multiple times? Yeah, let's go with ground. You might be wrong at this point. Let's use the hint to <laughs> figure out what. Yeah, let's use the hint. Uh, Marowak. <laughs> oh, okay. So poison. Okay. All right, there we go. Uh, poison is correct. That gives you all three. You guys are four for four now. Making okay. Now. Yeah, okay. We can make this five for five if you get this next really? question right. This next question comes to you from, uh, is your base stat question, and it comes to you from the egotistical Elekid. <laughs> he wants to know, what Pokemon introduced in Generation 4 has the lowest special attack stat? So, what Pokemon from Generation 4? Yes, Lowest so, attack stat. Mm-hmm. I I have a thought. Special attack. Special okay. attack. Oh, and special attack. Is, okay, okay, okay. Hmm. Actually, I have two thoughts. What's the thought? Uh, it's. I feel like it's probably between Bonsly and Shieldon. Mm. Uh, that's where I'm at. Wow, Shieldon. So I, I know Bastiodon has like almost no offenses. So I have to assume that Shieldon also has almost no offenses. Right. But also um, Bonsly exists. And yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not too sure. I, I have no idea what could be the lowest special attack uh, in the game. Uh, so. Cause like, it's I not mean, mime. Like when you're thinking of the baby Pokemon in the game, it's like not mime junior and it's not definitely Edward. not. And not, yeah, not Cleefa or Badu. Okay. Like the yeah, but Bonsly, Bonsly yeah. is all in the physical. So okay, and has no well, speed. I'm, I'm good if we choose Bonsly. Okay, Bonsly is correct. Um, it has a base special attack of ten. The next one is Happy Me with fifteen, Bronzor with twenty four, and Burmy with twenty nine. So Bonsly, you guys are five for five then. So that uh, that does change up the standings. Maybe I don't actually know where everybody is on the spreadsheet. So <laughs> let me go ahead and add in the points where necessary. And oh, did you hear? Oh, what? Okay. <laughs> what? Uh, I don't realize I didn't see where your name was on the sheet, Jushiro. Uh, <laughs> this is this is getting very close to being incredibly competitive. Ooh. Um, so just uh, just a uh, warning to those of you who care. Um, so in first place we have Whimsicott with twenty four. In second place we have Seth Vilo with twenty. In third place we have uh-huh. Sublime with nineteen. In fourth place we have a tie between R Sigma and Jushiro. Nah. With eighteen. <laughs> um, in uh. In 6th place, we've got Linian with 15. In 7th place, we've got Mark with 10. 
Claude nines in eighth with nine, and Minky and Shamu will bring up the rear tied with ninth for eight. On that note, uh, if you want more Poke Quiz, tune in next week. Uh, until then, we're going to kick things on over to the topic. Hey, would you like a green Taurus badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, we are going to be giving them out once we hit $850. We're going to be giving those to every patron at the $10 plus tier because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. So if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to our topic. Our topic today is going to be pokemon tweet response we'll come up with a better name when we release the show tomorrow pretty much what happened is pokemon put out a tweet the other day where they uh asked you to quote tweet and talk about some of your favorite things i think it's appropriate just to talk about them on the show it's pokemon Mm -hmm. 25 still yeah pokemon 25 until whenever i i think this is a lot of fun to go through and i think because i think the three of us probably all have different answers for most of these i think the first two are going to be the same but afterwards yes. i think it yes yes yes, spreads yes. Out a lot so obviously the first question is first pokemon game uh I, i've definitely talked about this on the show before but it's blue for me same yeah same yeah, okay we're all there okay yay <laughs> actually wow. blue like straight up blue version nothing else uh yep Blue version. Man, I went back to that recently, though, with that playthrough, because I'm trying to do national decks in every gen. Yeah. Man, because uh, that is just such a rough game to play through. Oh, the decks back then without eggs? I will say with as much crap as like we were giving BDSPs like regional decks, I still think Blues is better. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I still think Blues is better. I think their regional yeah. decks is better. In terms of variety, I think you, I think you get more Absolutely. out of Pokemon. I mean, it's the same size. The regional deck is, is, on, is the it same is, size. Yeah. It is the same actually, size. Actually, it's a little... Actually, well, no, it's the same no, size. No, no, no. It's like, it's like artificially smaller, though, because you have more legends in Gen 4. Mm. Well, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Is there more legends? But it's only like one more legend, so it's not that... Yeah, okay. But then that still artificially drops you by like one. And so you're down yeah. you're down to like 145 instead of 146. But Gen 4 also has more baby Pokemon, so that's... Yeah, and there's a lot of baby Pokemon, so, like, you've got things yeah. like Bonsly and Happiny, and so, like, the dex just feels really constricted in Diamond and Pearl in BDSP. That's like, why that, Platinum that's... fixed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Platinum did fix it, because they were just like, hey, we came up with all these new Pokemon this gen, and none of them are playable. Maybe we yeah. should fix that. And so then they did. <laughs> it's like, maybe we should make the 20 Pokemon at the end of the dex useful in-game. I mean, maybe maybe we shouldn't evolve a Pokemon that you can't even catch in this game. <laughs> you know, it's fine. It, it's it's they did what they wanted to do. They they got that. A done. lot of them locked behind GBA. Like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next one. Uh, next question they had on this is the last Pokemon game, and I think the answer for all of us is BDSP, right? Like, yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. yeah, it is. I'm 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 going for that Dex. Uh, I think I've seen 420, and I'm at like three. Hey, so. Yeah, BDSP is, like, really good for finishing national decks. I mean, because, I don't know, like, they, the only problem I have with BDSP in their decks is they didn't fix it. So Sword and Shield, like, we, we, we rip on that game all the time. And yep. that game absolutely has issues. But the one thing that Sword and Shield absolutely did right was in the wild area, you could catch fully evolved Pokemon, like Rhyperior and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And my biggest pet peeve is BDSP did not bring that, that improvement 
with it by just like, like shoving they, that in the they underground. They could have just been in the underground. Yeah. Right? Like as a rare spawn. And that's why you use the statues. Yep. You boost ghost up high enough. And hey, look, there's a dusk noir. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I think forcing trade evolutions is literally the dumbest thing in the entire world. I think trade evolutions in general are just dumb. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're just I hate not them. Good. I always dis- I almost always disqualify all trade evolutions from my uh, gameplay because I usually don't trade until I finish the game. So uh, it, I miss out on being able to use Machamp. Gengar, I always, you know, since he's one of my top favorites, I always make way to like, well, do the half one <laughs> trade him <laughs> when it, whenever I do use him, right? But that's, he's the only exception. I've never used an Alakasam Sam during a gameplay. I've never used a Machamp during a gameplay. I've never used uh, a, a, a Golem, not that you will want to, uh, because it's just the hassle of having to trade to evolve them uh, mid, yeah, still not beating the, the LE4. It's just, yeah. Yeah, getting, much getting extra evolution items in that game seems super grindy. It is. Everything's in the battle, or everything's in BP, and that means grinding battle tower. And, yep. Uh, it's yep. like, yep. I need ability patches because you can only get hidden ability Garchomp from an ability patch or Glygar. Yep. It's, mm-hmm. it's real grindy. Oh. Uh. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. It's just, it's just real annoying. I don't like what they're doing with that. I don't know. Like BDSP, like I said, Pokemon really likes to do this like two steps forward thing, one step back, like yeah. all the time. Uh, well, I honestly yeah, think, it's... I honestly think BDSP is more like two steps forward, two steps back. <laughs> but <laughs> it stays right where it was. I mean, it's not a bad game, right? Like a good, and, and, and I guess my, me saying that my only complaint about it is the Pokedex. It's a testament in how, you know, fine the game is. You know, it's not bad. I yeah. enjoy playing it. I just compare, for example, Swish, which we've been criticizing on this podcast for, for years at this point. I find it more enjoyable because the wild area gave me so many options of... Pa- of, mm-hmm. of I, I think Sword and Shield did a lot of cool things right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they did, and that's one of them. Because I think most Pokemon games, like every single Pokemon game, when it comes out, and Switch is just under a critical lens right now, right? Because it's the current one. Yeah, yeah like they do a lot of. It just depends on how big that step back is. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, and I think that that's where the community really reacts. But my, it, but my yeah, problems oh, with BDSP are not exclusive to BDSP. If that makes sense, I understand so, that. I would agree with that. Yeah. The problems with BDSP come from the original source and their choice. Like, their choice to use the original source in Faithfulness is, like, a problem, I guess, technically, but... Yes. Yeah. They could have improved it. They could have added the Platinum Pokedex from the get-go, but they chose not to. Right? Yes. (laughs) And they just chose not to. But we also see the source, and it's like, the problems were there in the original source, too. So I can't completely blame BDSP for (laughs) for coming. Right. All right, so let's move on then. This is where things start to diverge. Favorite Pokemon game? I'll go last. I don't know what my is. <laughs> uh, uh, Sigma goes first then. I'll go okay. middle. Uh, it's it is white two. I believe that. Ooh, that's, that's a that good went one, really specific. Why white two and not uh, black two? Because it's the one I played, but also because oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I yeah. like the uh, Rusher Fusion with Kiram. I dumped a lot of hours into that game actually. Like. So I was one of the few people that legitimately enjoyed Joint Avenue, mm-hmm. unironically. So like, I spent a really I long time leveling working. it up. Me too, I was, actually. I was super into Joint Avenue, and I got I really like- excited when uh, Ultra Sun Ultra Moon kind of tried to bring that back. Yeah, um, they tried. And, and Sun and Moon, but like they tried, but it was bad. Yeah, Joint Avenue was done very well in Black and White too, and 
it's again it's again one of those examples of like one step forward two steps back right like hey we brought back this feature you really liked but we made it worse they had achievements in the game like that's so cool. yes that's true they did have the medals oh my gosh that's so true. oh right black and white too were like i i don't want to say it but they were pretty close to peak pokemon uh, they, they were. were peak ds era pokemon or game boy like they were the evolutions that like ruby and sapphire started yes yes, right and right they were the most realized versions of that they have like the best regional poke they have one of the best regional pokedex right uh the regional pokedex is actually really solid because i mean you still have the gen 5 stuff and i think my biggest issue with base black and white is that black and white just said hey here's a bunch of new pokemon nothing else new pokemon and nothing nothing else else. um but then they fixed that they remedied that because like early on you can get mareep you can get which is a fan favorite Pokemon and somehow took this long to get into BDSP, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And to get into Gen 8. And then you've got, you know, you can go catch Psyduck, which you have to because Junichi Masuda. Mm. (laughs) Azumarill. What would a game be without Azumarill in the national, in the regional deck? Wow. Yeah. You get early like Alakid or Magby based on your. Yeah. And Riolu. It's like. Magnemite's right there. Like Mm -hmm. you can even get Eevee when you get to the third gym town. Like it's so much. So many options. It's so much better than uh, than base black and white in that regard, just because there's so many old Pokemon to that you can also use with everything else. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel happy on the inside. It's yeah. one of the few games where I abandoned my starter because <laughs> yeah, the Unova starters are just kind of meh. Well, there's so many Pokemon. There's just so many Pokemon. I, how big is this Dex? I'm looking at it right now. 250, I think. Uh, it is more than 250, actually. It is uh, 300. Ooh, yeah, 300 in the uh in the black and white that. two uh regional decks it is 300 yeah, that's a that's a good number like that's a good number i, I mean, that worked I mean sword and shield for reference had 400 which was really i mean that's good i i don't think yes. it helps that like they cut everybody off but that's a different story but yeah, i mean black and white two are solid games and the pokemon selection is spot on i think I don't think I go there and I'm like, man, I wish there was like this type of Pokemon or something or this Pokemon's missing. Apart from Pikachu, yeah. Uh, there is no Pikachu and I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. You could get hidden You're abilities right. in game for the first time because originally yes. they were yes. Dream World. Dream World was a mess. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dream World. I forgot about that. Yeah. It's okay that you forgot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else did, including Pokemon. I think my favorite Pokemon game. Might have to be. I might have to go with like gold and silver, and po- probably extension, probably heart gold, soul silver. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of it's nostalgic glasses, I think. But yes, I also think that the, those games, specifically gold and silver, take a very particular way to play the game. Which, when you're a kid and you're playing video games, it fits right into. Y- yes. <laughs> well, because like I look at myself now, and when I play a video game, like I binge it. Mm. Yes. Right. Me too. And when you're a kid, you can't binge. Uh-uh. You can't binge. Like, your parents are like, well, you get this much time to play your game. And then you're Unless done. you're hiding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Game Boys were really good for that, though, so... Uh... little blanket fort. <laughs> sure, Mom. Not, in the, dark. Not in the... the dark, okay? You had to buy the little worm light. Yeah, uh... that's true. <laughs> you got a little blanket fort, no one will know you're playing. Yep. Yeah. Just get a ring light, yeah. a little flashlight, put that little flashlight in your yeah. mouth, and play Game Boy under the covers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good old days. I remember being a kid though, and my mom like bought me this. This was the last time I didn't get a Pokemon game on release day. By the way, <laughs> uh, was uh, Pokemon Silver, and so she like bought it for me. It was like a Friday, I, and I forget what month. I just remember it was a Friday, and like you know, I'm a ten year old kid, so I have a bing bag share because I'm real cool. <laughs> you were real cool. You were going to be cool for ten year old. Uh, just sure, I, mean, yeah. I can tell you that. Yeah, I never had a bean bag. 
I had a beanbag chair, okay? <laughs> and uh, I remember just, like, sitting in it, and it felt like hours playing it, but it probably wasn't. It was probably, you know, maybe, like, two hours. Like, I got home on a Friday night and played it until yeah. I had to go to bed or something like that. But I just remember playing that and just, like, having the... Like, it, it brings back nostalgia, those memories of just, like, playing Pokemon Gold and Silver. Also, just with how vibrant the colors were, because these were the first ones that came in color. Yes. <laughs> and you could absolutely tell the difference between the day and night cycle yeah. based on the colors. And those colors are super nostalgic to me. I like, mm. and they they did a really good job recreating them in Heart Gold Soul Silver. Uh, like I was saying, it goes back to like this way that you have to play Pokemon because like the leveling in in Gold and Silver is awful. We can all agree to y- that. Yep. Of Wild Pokemon, three but, like, Pokemon. If you're just playing like two hours a day and you're doing the daily events like the bug catching contests and stuff, yeah. and you're backtracking a ton, it all comes out in the wash. <laughs> mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah, no, you pick and three you're Pokemon, like a kid. And that's all it works. Need. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I, I love that kind of play style, too, just because it's something you, like, pick up and just do, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I enjoy those games, and I think Golden's, I think Harkle's Soul Silver work out in that in the same way as long as you're willing to do the daily events um, and mm-hmm. not binge it, but it's uh, it's all right. But what about you? What's your favorite, Yushiro? So my favorite would be, uh, normally would be Golden Silver, just like you. I mean, Gen 2, it's just hard to beat. It's everyone's Empire Strikes Back, right? It's everyone's favorite uh, Pokemon. Uh, um, however, I'm going to be a little bit controversial here. And I am actually going to say that tie for first place for me for my favorite Pokemon is Sword and Shield. I think that's fair. I'm not going to disagree with you because I think it did some cool things. Let me preface I this by saying, bad things. yeah, <laughs> preface saying that I'm not, uh, as many of you, uh, uh, long time listeners know, I'm not a competitive Pokemon game player. I'm not, uh, <laughs> I'm not training those ways. I'm more of a, I love the game itself. I love just, I'm the type of player that likes to every once in a while just restart it just cause I want to go through the gyms again and I want to go through and that in Sword and Shield, for me, personal opinion, please don't kill me on Twitter. To me, Swish brought that to a pinnacle point of enjoyment for me. The fact that the open world provided, like we've been discussing all this episode, because it's complete opposite of Diamond and Pearl, the Pokedex amount when once you hit the the the, open, the wild area opens up so much, and the fact mm-hmm. that I, I was able to play uh, this generation with uh, fossils, for example, just having mm-hmm. my whole my whole team be fossils and. <laughs> And you can do any type of topic. In fact, you want to go steel and just to have a skyscraper and not just mechanical looking Pokemon. You could do that in Switch. You want a theme of all different types of fire type Pokemon. You can do that in Switch. Uh, while not finishing the not for, uh, the Elite Four or, you know, not from being champion mm-hmm. yet. And that brings a level of enjoyment and replayability to the game. Uh, that I don't, uh, other than Gold and Silver, I haven't seen in any other Pokemon game where I feel like right now, uh, as we're chatting, I'm here like catching Pokemon in Sword and Shield. I have an <laughs> urge of wanting to start it again and choose a different type <laughs> and going through. And again, I, that's because I'm not competitive, right? I understand that the game competitively has a lot of issues. The timer, 20 minute timer for online play. The timer's really the issue. worst part. Okay. Yeah. That's my biggest issue. I understand that competitively is not the best one, but. Oh boy, the game itself, and again, not, not claiming it has the best story either. Just how enjoyable is the game for me to just play? No, it, it is fun to play. It, I don't disagree with you. It's one of my favorite. It has the best co-op in the entire series. Like, yep. Yes. That's not something that's to true. stop at. So my favorite definitely tied with, with the Golden Silver is Swish. 
Yeah, no, I think that's reasonable. I'm I'm very interested to see where they go next because I think raid battles were great. I think yep. Max raid, mm-hmm. the um, Dynamax Adventures were fun. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you do something like that in the future. My I, my only issue with Sword and Shield is I don't know how well it's going to age. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the next game can capitalize on what Sword and Shield yeah. put out. Well, I'm not even I'm not even worried about how Sword and Shield ages. Like, I don't think it'll age gracefully. But I'm mm-hmm. also thinking about. Uh, I, I'm also thinking about just like the mechanics because a lot of the thing for Sword and Shield for me was just like being able to play with my friends and like jump on and do raid battles. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I mean, that's not going to happen, right? No, like the wild area is going to be a one-player thing, and after Gen Nine drops, yeah. it'll be it'll be. I mean, unless they apply, uh, they make it somehow. Uh, I mean, maybe not fighting giant Pokemon because that's going to be a Switch exclusive thing, a Galar exclusive thing, but right. uh, something that could relate and make raids. Cause you just I do think, it with Megas. You just you do it so you let Megas come back. That, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> I was going to say that, but you just beat me to it. Mega evolutions alongside with the, uh, with the, when they bring, uh, little guys yeah. to help out. I, for, I always forget the name of that feature. Oh, that would be the best. Actually, yeah. Yeah. yeah SOS was fantastic. Yeah. Just have to be a mega in the center and bring a little boys with him. And, uh, you have to raid them. I love the, I love the one on two. Like, I love the one on two. Yeah. It's the best. All right. So most played Pokemon game. I don't actually know the answer to that. I think it might I, be something do for me. It's not Sword and Shield for me. Uh, I think my answer is probably is probably Gen Six. I don't know if it's Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire or if it's X and Y. Oras is probably second for me, uh, but Oras was just solid. I think in terms of like play hours, I think I probably played more. I probably played the most in Oras. I probably played the most there because uh, just competitive was there longer than it was in X and Y. Yeah. Yep. 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 Which which is the only reason I think that probably happened. Yeah, it was an extra hour, but also you know, good battle timer. Uh, uh good battle timer. Yeah, could you not give us a garbage battle timer, please? Thank yep. you. And and megas. Uh, and it had megas good breeding. Like, well, that's when they like brought breeding to like the level that it is at now, mm-hmm. where you can. I think the only improvement uh, that I think is notable since then has been Sword and Shield, where they like let move osmosis happen. Move osmosis is great, and like mints, so you don't have to worry yes. about nature anymore. Like, but I think X and Y was the one where they're just like, yeah, when you breed, you use the Destiny Knot and you get five IVs, and mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, that's a game changer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then everyone was able to trade breed jacks, and it like made a positive community. It was one hundred percent the best thing that ever happened was x and y and how they did that and I, x and y also had like a really healthy competitive meta. Yes. Mm-hmm. um gen 6 in general had a very healthy meta i thought i don't, I don't think gen 7 was as healthy because of z moves i yes uh, and tapus honestly tapus got like real busted yeah they fixed tapus now if tapus and gen yes. 7 had the same debuffs as they do now i think it would have been yes. okay yes they were just like very overpowering in Gen Seven. Yeah. One point three. Gen Six like- though, I miss Gen Six. Gen Six was like the meta. Gen Six was good. I really hope uh, um, Gen Nine comes with. Um, I really wish they would take the the opportunity to fix those issues while the instead of happen waiting till the next generation to fix those things, um, if they could just update them. Yeah, okay, so theoretically they could, but I think there's some kind of limitation somewhere right. that's not allowing them to, and it's probably one of those things, well, for BDSP, they don't intend on it being ever a competitive game. <laughs> right, 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 so right, right, right. They're not going to change it there. 
So I, I don't know. I, I, I don't disagree with you. I would really like to see them change it for us as yeah, well. Yeah, like, but. if there's Pokemon that are really, they're supposed to be, that they wanted to highlight, and for whatever reason, they missed on the testing that the game actually is bad. Uh, not the game, the bad, the Pokemon is bad. Let them do, like, a, oh, it's a, I don't know, December update. Uh, Sotoark is getting plus five base <laughs> uh, attack, because we felt that Sorak wasn't doing enough damage, or something like that. Uh, would be amazing and it would help the meta be more fluid and up and, you know, more active mm-hmm. if they would once a month drop an update and say, hey, we added five speed stat to this Pokemon or defense to that one because we felt that it wasn't working as we wanted to and we want you guys to uh, test it out. Um, and I think that would be amazing. I just don't know if they're ever going to do that. I don't expect them to ever go that heavy onto balance patching. Yeah. As, uh, yeah. We'd essentially have to just remove Incineroar from the entire pool. Uh, okay, so yes, most played po- play, most played Pokemon game, most played Pokemon yeah, game. Yeah, no, I think it's Sword and Shield for me. I I I did 150 max raid or Dynamax adventures Oof. for uh, Zekrom. Like, oh, never mind, you did that. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, Dynamax adventures are fun. I do a lot of shiny breeding. I do a lot of max raid battles. Like, yeah, my 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 most has to be same as Thatch Gen Seven. Um, I think that's no, where Gen six. Gen six was Gen nine, six. Gen sorry, seven. sorry. See, I keep forgetting those. Uh, mixed in those two up. Gen six. Uh, I think it would have to They're be kind Gen of six. Similar. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, when X and Y came out, that was my second Renaissance with Pokemon. Uh, mm-hmm. even though I did enjoy Black and White and Black and White two, uh, heavily, I didn't find a Puckle until X and Y was about to come out. And, uh, mm. since I found Puckle and I had a community to play with, that's where I spent all my time was in Gen 6 training and, and just having fun with you guys and, uh, all the things we did in Puckle. But before that, um, before Gen 6, I would think the most I ever had on a Pokemon game had to be, uh, Gold and Silver again, mostly because back in school, <laughs> I had a community there that played Pokemon mm. all the time and we would do tournaments and stuff between us. Uh, so I played a lot of Gold and Silver, uh, Silver particularly, uh, so I could play at school with, with, uh, with my friends. So, um, it has, it has to be those two. Yeah. All right. So I don't know that I can answer this question. But, I can. Uh, Actually, I can't. Favorite Pokemon can. game soundtrack? Um, mine's <laughs> X and Y. Uh, that's my answer. Uh, okay. It's a hard choice, but I can't answer it. I can. I think mine's X and Y because it was. Uh, it was the okay. So like, we had Gen Eight and Gen Seven where they were just like, "Hey, these regions are based on a real life place," and they like, shove that down your throat. Right. Like especially Alola. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like, "Hey, did you know this is Hawaii?" <laughs> but like. Uh, so, which is fine, but like, uh, so Gen 6 was based on France and that's cool. They didn't shove it down your throat too bad. Uh, especially with the music. Uh, I mean, you knew it was France with like the, with the prison tower and everything. Well, and the cafes everywhere and the Pokemon that you could, the fashion sense of it. Uh, the fashion sense I thought was more generic. No, it's pretty much France. We know that France is the mecca of fashion. So that's why they implemented those things. That's why they implemented customization. Mm-hmm. They say they did. But that's yeah. The actual outfits you could buy were, I yep. don't think, were French-inspired. Ex- French 
I didn't think it was too much down your throat, though, especially with the music. Like, okay, listen to the listen to the Sun and Moon soundtrack, and then be like, "Yeah, this is Hawaii." Yeah. But then you listen to the uh, you listen to the X and Y soundtrack, and all you think is like, "Oh, this is just remastered Pokemon." Right, 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 right. And that that's why because we're talking about the soundtrack, right? Yeah. And so that soundtrack to me is just like a very upscaled, just like Pokemon soundtrack. And I think it's the last time we really got that. Galar is okay with it too, but there's definitely moments where it's just bagpipes. Yeah. I really, really. <laughs> enjoyed uh uh bd uh sp uh soundtrack hmm. it is really good uh it's one of my biggest high high points of that most recent game um where uh so uh, yeah just for me uh if not the most recent one because it's just so good i have really fun memories of golden silver again and and i and all the songs from that game so very reasonable i'm I'm gonna piggyback on that and say that my favorite is probably heart gold and soul silver Mm -hmm. that one's good too one they have gb sounds so you got the gold and silver cut in there too (laughs) but it was such a passion of love Mm -hmm. did you know that each of the legendary dogs had its own like remixed yes Dude, that, that game in general different. is a passion of love because, yeah. like, the guy who made the director who never directed another Pokemon game after that <laughs> was just like, they, like, he got criticized for trying to put too much in. So, yeah, it's uh, dumb, but it, it's so good. Like, they were just like, you're putting too much in. You're, I mean, it's just going to make the rest of your games look bad, I guess, which it has. But it's <laughs> right, like the uh, like the national park theme. Mm. 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 I don't remember or, uh, that Black, one, but I Black assume... Thorn City, also a great one. Uh, but like I said, the, the, all the legendary songs are in there, and yep. such a good time. Well, that's it. I guess we will ask all of you to fill this out in the mailbag this week. I uh, so yeah, we'll, those we'll will be interesting on the show. Those that'll will be, be fun to read. Yeah, that'll be fun. Until then, though, we're going to end the topic here, and we're going to kick things on over to the Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you on the flip-flop. <laughs> episode and welcome to our pokemon of the episode our pokemon of the episode this week is national dex number 235 smeargle the painter pokemon it's pokemon sun dex entry reads the unique creations produced by each smeargle are painted using the fluid that oozes from its tail this is how it marks its territory it's also an nft artist apparently so (laughs) god um smeargle is uh is back baby in bdsp uh so today we've got a bdsp vgc team with smeargle on it y'all know Uh, you're scared uh well he's been he's been a staple in vgc for a really long time until he didn't exist and which is fine uh, they also nerfed moody smeargle's really bad actually uh stat wise um and i mean 55 hp 20 attack 35 spe- or 35 defense, 20 special attack, 45 special defense, and 75 speed. Or a base stat. The cost of being able to use almost any move. Yeah, he can do pretty much anything. Um, he can run I, most moves. I think he, Dark Void got a nerf for him specifically. You can't do that anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, no, it, it got nerfed. I think it was down to 50% unless Darkrai uses it. No. no, so it got nerfed because only Darkrai can use it. Yes. But also, it got nerfed probably because they thought Battle Royals were going to take off and they didn't want people like, <laughs> standing Dark Void against their entire team. So they're like, okay, it can be a coin flip instead. Yeah, uh, it used to be 80% accuracy. And then, uh, yeah, okay, it dropped to 
Oh, it can only successfully be used by Dark Rye starting in Gen 7. Um, like, I think one of the nerfs was because of VGC. The other one was because they thought Battle Royals might be a thing. Yeah, they, okay, so the 50% you know. drop must have been Battle Royales, which was wrong. Yeah, that, that's what I feel and, like it was. And then uh, it must have dropped for, and then they just don't let Smeargle use it. <laughs> <laughs> then it's like, this is not fun in VGC. No, it wasn't. Then, it was awful. 80% accuracy on sleep? For everybody, it's awful. And then in Gen 8, they took Moody and said, no, you don't get evasion anymore. Yes. That's not fun. Uh, Which is true. It is not fun. It is not fun. Like, it's awful. Uh, But you still run it anyway because you get get plus two and minus one to every – you get two boosts and one one drop with Moody. You you might become bulkier, and if you don't, you were already a Smeargle, so it didn't matter. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This Smeargle that we've got today is – interesting i don't know what this is a trick room team that he's put on um this is a focus Nash smeargle with moody um it is 244 hp four attack four defense four special defense because level 50 nonsense um and probably some like life orb or toxic number sandstorm number maybe sandstorm that makes sense um uh jolly nature so you can go as fast as you can because honestly it doesn't matter otherwise uh he's got fake out Follow me, so you can do a little bit of redirection with Smeargle. Uh, trick Room, so you can set up your Trick Room. And then, of course, he's got Transform. Uh, I say, of course, like that's normal. It's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I guess you could use Smeargle to transform into like one of your opponent's Pokemon, which is interesting. Or if you get to set up with yours. I don't know. Uh, I think I'd rather have Spore in that slot, but that's just me. You I probably would too. I've, but you know, I've never used transform on a Pokemon that already have moves. Does the move disappear and be replaced yeah. with whatever? Yeah, no, no. You just—it's just yep. like Ditto. You transform into whatever, and you get okay. five PP on every move. So it'll get actual stats. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Well, um. you could. Well, you could imagine if you like fake out or something, and then um, you get like moody boost, and then you transform into something that already has boosts. Ooh, mm. that could be. Could you imagine? Okay. Yeah. So like you're already boosted like crazy. So. You could uh you could end up like taking advantage of that. Um Tyranitar is here. He has an iron ball because they they limited his move pool in BDSP. And uh he had to make up for it somehow. Um and so he has a sandstream, obviously. He's got two fifty two HP, two thirty six attack, twelve defense, four special defense, uh brave nature because we are a trick room team. And he's got rock slide fling, which is what that iron ball is for, because I guess he doesn't have iron head anymore. Um, or I mean, playing Iron B- Ball, I think is like one of the highest BSPs. It's like a one hundred. It's very high. It's very high. Something. Um, and he's well, also got uh, Crunch and Protect. I bet it kills a Cresselia. It probably or does. A it probably does. Uh, but moving on, like I guess we'll let you Shiro go with some more Trick Room stuff. Yeah. Of course, we'll follow it up with Torkoal. Um, with the ability Drought, of course, to bring that harsh sunlight into play, power up those fire moves, weaken those water types. Um, we have it with an EV spread of 252 HP, 252 special attack, four special defense, uh, and a quiet nature. Now we're gonna focus those zero on attack, uh, zero IVs on attack uh, speed. I don't know how easy it is to do that nowadays. I don't it's think not. it is. That it's is. like the one. It's like the last thing they need to do to make competitive Pokemon super easy to get is zero IVs. Yeah, <laughs> give us a bear. Give us a berry that will lower their IVs to zero or something. Um, zero attack doesn't matter. <laughs> right, uh, zero something like does. that. 
Um, so the four moves that you're going to find on this Torko is Eruption, Heat Wave, Solar Beam, and of course, Protect. Following it up, we have Staraptor, which I've never seen in a competitive game. Is he good? Uh, there are better Intimidate Mon in the in in games. Yes, but it has one thing it can do real well uh, with that first attack there. Yeah, you'll God. see. Oh, okay. So we have a Choice Scarf Staraptor with Intimidate. That's an ability. Its EV spread is 252 HP, 4 of attack, and 252 speed with a Jolly Mantra. So you're going to maximize on that speed and HP, I imagine, for that final gambit. As the attack, <laughs> alongside with Brave Bird, Double Edge, and U-Turn for that switch. Final gambit, sometimes just like an erase button. like It, it erases something. That, yeah. Your max HP. It intimidates, and then something disappears. Yes. Gotcha. That, it's what you do. <laughs> it's wonderful. Like, it kills something and then you get Trick Room set up with the other Pokemon. Yep. It, that is your goal. Could you imagine uh, turn one, it's like Smeargle or Staraptor, and then you just like click the erase button and fake out? Wow, yeah. I don't even think you want to do that because then you're wasting your other Pokemon's move. I think you want like the next Pokemon, Cresselia, mm. to sit there and click Trick Room, and then you actually have a good Pokemon on the field. That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> and then you send in Smeargle, fake out something, and like set up move. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, you talk about Cresselia then. And, and Yeah, we have Cresselia with a Lumberry and Levitate. Uh, we have Max HP, 196 Defense, 52 Special Attack, 4 Special Defense, Sassy Nature, 0 Speed, 0 Attack. Uh, that could be harder to get until we get transfers, hopefully. But uh, you get Trick Room, Ice Beam, Moonlight, and Calm Mind. So we're, we're going with Ice Beam as our only attacking move, but... It's probably fine. Uh, I don't know what actually resists it in this format apart from, like, fire Pokemon, so. Hmm. Cresselia was a staple of competitive game, right? Oh, yeah. yeah Cresselia yeah. has always been good. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's always great, been very good. Great support. Great support. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's getting the low speed that's the problem, and especially in Di- Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, yep. uh, because... It's a roaming Pokemon, which makes it awful. Yes. Uh, like, do do not hunt the zero-speed Cresselia in this game. No. Please. Do not. No. Do, uh, no, you buy. <laughs> <laughs> roaming Pokemon are a thing of the past. Uh, it was really sad to see them back. <laughs> but uh, the last Pokemon we have is a Snorlax with the Ayapapa Berry. Ability Gluttony because we're eating a berry at 50% HP. It be the life. EVs are 228 HP, 52 attack, 140 defense, and 84 special defense with a zero speed. Hey, we have an extra four left over, I think, with that speed. You probably do, actually. Spread. VGC. <laughs> um, but it's level 50, so that another four probably doesn't matter. Yeah. There's a four somewhere. It's eight. Because you th- I think it's eight that you need for a stop point at level 50. Four for the first and then eight for the next, for the rest yeah. uh, is how it works. So, uh, but anyways, attacks, facade, recycle, curse, high horsepower. That seems like a standard Snorlax. Yeah. They burn you, you're going to kill things. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Also, like, great target for the Smeargle to transform into after a couple. Oh, of I forgot you could just transform into your partner. Yeah. Like, Cresselia, not a, not a great transform target. Like, 
oh, oh boy, you're firing off double ice beams. Scary. But Snorlax with curses. That, that, that's. Oh, because Transform also copies the stat boost this. Stat boost. Yes. Oh. It's kind of spoopy. Does Imposter do the same thing? Uh, yeah, Imposter, Imposter's just you use Transform immediately, essentially. Immediately. So it does copy also. Oh. See, this is stuff that I don't know. That's super interesting. Singles with Zashins. Yeah. Imposter Dittos are dumb. Yes. Because Ditto comes in. Gets this boost from Zashin and then gets its own ability boost. Yeah. So it's a plus oh, two. Oh, wow. It's yeah. Uh, and it has an item too, I believe. Yep. So. Yep. You can be like choice band. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's going to be the Pokemon of the episode. We'll put this team on the Discord for you guys to check out. Uh, other than that, though, uh, there won't be a giveaway because we're doing Advent Calendar. So just come to the Advent Calendar if you're a patron. Get extra bonus stuff. Become a patron. Get extra bonus stuff. Um, once this is all, lo- once that's all over, we'll resume our, uh, regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. The Advent Calendar is really good. So just do that. Uh, and on that note though, we are going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Send in your emails. And welcome to The Mailbag. The Mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And we'll give the Green Taurus badge to anybody who writes a really good email that uh, we can bounce some conversation off of. Uh, granted, it only lasts for like another month. So, yeah, uh, it's fine. Somebody came up with a with a decent idea in our survey. Actually, I was reading through the surveys where they're just like, "You should give you should give out a different uh, badge each year." And I'm just like, "That's not a terrible idea." But branding. yeah, that's actually not a not a bad idea either. Well, okay, so Green Taurus had to discontinue a lot of their other flavors in the past. Okay. For various reasons, okay. Red yes. Gyarados would give you gills. That doesn't work well when you're trying to <laughs> when you're trying to walk on land. Okay. Green Jolteon will make you vomit. Yeah, it was. <laughs> most of the other flavors weren't better, and like getting hooves is also very scary. So right. Uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, it, it, yeah, it just doesn't work out too well. We should probably think about it though. <laughs> All right. So on that note, we are going to go ahead. And uh, get started. <laughs> this is the part of the show where you can email us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com and we'll read it on the show. Last week, we asked you guys what your favorite Gen 4 Pokemon was. And honestly, a lot of you had better stories than I actually anticipated. So we're going to read a few of those for you today. So our first one this week is going to come from Ufel. And uh, sure you have that one. My pleasure. He says, greetings, Puckle crew. This is my first time writing in and I am excited to tell you the story about my favorite Sinnoh Pokemon. That later became my overall favorite Pokemon. The year was 2009 and I was playing Pokemon Platinum. Good choice. I had looked up online that the Ice Beam TM was on Route 216 and I thought that it would be a perfect fit for my Empoleon to take down Cynthia's Garchomp. Moving from Snow Point down to 216, I made a fateful encounter, a Sneasel. But this one was different. It was all pink and a yellow feather on its head, and I knew this was a rare encounter. Because one of my friends had taught me about shiny Pokemon since he owned a green Subat, and I was incredibly envious. The only Pokemon I've had on my team was my Empoleon, and that's it. In the mid-50s, and two low-level uh HM Pokemon. Ah, the good old days. 
uh, when you could just train one at a time. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So we want to talk about things that modern Pokemon games have done right. Killing HMs is one of them. Yeah, definitely. HMs are not missed. Yes. Away. <laughs> I do not know anything about Sneasel, but I was eager to catch it. But for some reason, it would not stay in the ball. I knew Surf would faint. Food fainted. Uh, so I looked through my moves, base power, to find this weakest one. 50 base power. That must be the weak enough to not faint. Oh, no. But to my horror, I learned that day that ice types are weak to steel. <laughs> oh, no. So I watched my Empoleon Metaclaw, the poor shiny Sneasel, one-shotting it. And it has no defense. Oh, oh no. God. Oh. I was devastated. <laughs> But with the newfound interest in the Sneasel Pokemon, I caught a normal one, evolved it, and used later, uh, and, and later used that Weevil to become the champion. Ever since then, Weevil has been my favorite Pokemon, and I still remember my first shiny that I have ever caught. Anyway, thank you for reading this email, and I hope you enjoyed the story. Hope to catch you guys on the Discord server. You fell. Two things I want to add here. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. The the number one, I feel you. Uh, I my first of all, my first shiny ever that I got in uh, Pokemon Silver was in Aria, not the uh, Spinarak, which is fun. But my most tragic story with shiny, I've told this in the podcast uh, a while ago, uh, was a shiny Abra at the beginning of the game, right at the start of the game. Mm. Shiny Abra. Oh, no. All I had was five Pokeball and one Great Ball. That's sad. That's actually that actually sucks. And I threw the gray ball, and it didn't catch it. And I saw that shiny Abra just teleport away. That's that does suck. Yes, it was horrible. That's like finding something in like a safari zone. Yes. Yeah, I have no control over this. Yeah, I just have to throw a ball and pray. <laughs> yeah, and pray that Arceus is gonna be nice to you that day. Man, yeah, no, I man, this just brings me back to Gen Four in general because like yeah. like the Weavile hype. Like, the prep for Gen 4 was so good. I, I, we haven't had a Pokemon Gen hype like this in a while for a couple of reasons. One, they hyped it mostly using baby Pokemon and evolutions of existing Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, that's like a third of the decks. That's all the evolution for, like, Electrobus and Magnum. Yeah, you know, well, Mag like, yeah, that was, was just big like, hype. I don't know. Gen 4 kind of feels like a capstone to, like, what they were trying to do with OG Pokemon. Yeah. It's like, here's your capstone. Because we never again got anything that big outside of Sylveon, and now with the regional evolutions, but... It kind of felt like Gen 2 Part 2. It's like, yes. let's revisit the concept of Gen 2 yeah. again. And then it, it, the implementation was really bad. It really was very bad. Really bad in Diamond and Pearl. It was really bad. You can't catch Tangro. You can't catch Tangela to evolve into a Tangro. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you want to get a Lekid? I hope you have Fire Red. <laughs> but also, it was still in a time when like the anime wasn't like not being watched. So they use mm. the anime a lot, too, to, like, really push this. I mean, I remember finding the Pokemon. The Pokemon were in uh, XD Gale of Darkness, too. Uh, Munchlax made an appearance, and then you could use the Bonds lie in the bingo. In bingo! Battle bingo. Let's yeah, go. in Battle bingo. It was it was really weird and interesting. You could click Rock Slide. Yes. You could you could <laughs> have Rock Slide Bonds lie. Wow. Yeah. And then, like, Weavile and Lucario were statues in, like, a mystery dungeon game. Yep. Yep. They did a lot to, like, really try to hype that up. I don't know. We just haven't had them, like... I feel like every gen is now its own contained thing, and they don't really try to hype them up in previous gens. Because it feels like yeah. a lot of gens are just riding on ideas that they were trying mm -hmm. to implement. 
yeah. uh, later on. Yeah. When will we have the Pokemon Cinematic Universe in-game? Uh, never, I guess. Uh, <laughs> now it just seems like, oh, we created these Pokemon for this generation, so they don't like have these ideas that are left over that they implement later. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what regionals are starting to feel like. But Kind of, kind of. I, I don't entirely disagree. Yeah, I like regionals. That's one thing I hope they never... Regionals are really helpful. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, regionals are something they shouldn't stop at all. Ever. Get, yep. They uh, should yeah. keep going, give me more regionals. Regionals were the best idea they've had. Yep. Yes. Uh, regionals and Mega Evolution were both really good bangers. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think regionals are better than Mega Evolutions. Me like, too. Design-wise. I think they agree with you. <laughs> I also think they agree with you, yeah. <laughs> I, I think they agree with you. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I... I wish they would have added some more Megas to Gen 7 and just kind of yeah. kept that train going. We can be helpful. Maybe maybe Gen 9 will bring them back and give us new ones. I we can so. always be hopeful and then be disappointed when it doesn't happen. I kind of hope they really do try to stop doing like their generational battle gimmick. Yes, me too. I would really like that to stop. I, I have no interest in revi- revisiting uh, triple battles in uh, black and white <laughs> They they try like their regional battle gimmick. Mega Evolution's one of those, but Mega yeah. like they got it right. That the was first the time. one success for one. <laughs> they, and then they did Z moves. No, that wasn't the first time though. We remember triple battles from triple and the rotation battles were yep. failure. Yeah, I wouldn't call uh-huh. those. I wouldn't call those the same issue as uh, or the same type of battle gimmick because I, because I see it, what you mean. That's only one yes. type of battle. Like Mega Evolution, you have to get in there. Yeah, right. Right, right. It's not something that it's in every battle. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, then they did Gigantamax, right? And Dynamax. Yeah. Which, eh. Which I was excited for. Mechanically, I think they're interesting. But they didn't land. They were cool at first, and then they kind of dragged. Yeah. yeah. Well, mostly because they're so bad for single battle, I assume that maybe... I, I think they're fine. They're okay in BSS. Well, but didn't they get banned by uh, Smogon? In 6v6, it's broken. 6v6, they snowball real hard. Okay, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, it was it was like it was like the Ultra Beast problem, but made worse. Uh, but yes, Sigma, I will have you go read this next one from Sirius. Yes, yes. Hey, everyone. I go by Sirius here. Just recently started listening to the podcast, and I'm about 100 episodes deep, hopefully going backwards. Oh, no. Well, 100's not bad. That's only like two years ago. Okay. No, no, that's why I said I... I said, I hope he's going backwards. He didn't say he was. Oh, oh I talked oh, to him on the oh. Discord server, and he said he was going backwards. Good. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Trying to get active in the Discord as well. This is my first time really playing Gen 4. I started Platinum just before Sun and Moon came out, but just kept going back to Oraz and only made it out to the second gym. Uh, I don't yeah. blame you. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to go back if you played the newer games. Yeah. Yes. I, I can't blame it. I want to play the, the old version so bad, I just don't want to turn on my 3DS. <laughs> I wish they were in Switch. My 3DS is broken, mostly. Oh, like, I can turn it on, but it, if I open it fully, it just kind of shuts off, so I just let it sit there. All five of mine still work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pinched wire in the uh, in the joint or something. I don't know. Anyways, back to the email. I really do love the Gen 4 Pokemon, though. I love the designs of this generation, and I think it holds some of my favorite Pokemon. Rotom has been a favorite since I got my first one in Gen 6. Yep. 
I even did a shiny hatch on one last year in Sword and Shield and got it after five egg. Ooh. Ooh, wow. Rotom has a like, solid shiny, by the way. It's actually really solid. I, I like Red Rotom. Red Rotom. Red oh, Rotom. Yum. That's the next one. That's the next one. There we go. Be, we're going to be sponsored the by Red Rotom. The energy drink that gives you a zap. <laughs> uh, maybe it won't be an energy drink, but a restaurant chain, you know? Right. Red <laughs> Rotom. Ouch. Shockingly good prices. <laughs> <laughs> if only commercials were still a thing. Right. <laughs> they aren't, and for good reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> this is the first good idea we've had in three years, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also really love Glyscore and have one on my party. And Leafeon is my second favorite evolution after Espeon. Oh. Listen to that, Whimsicott. You're not alone. It's not Glaceon, so things are okay. I uh, like Glaceon. Okay, I like Glaceon. I like Glaceon. She's adorable. I think she's Glaceon's the tro- my favorite. I just know it's the worst. Okay, she's a tro- <laughs> she, Yeah, she's a trophy Pokemon. You're not actually gonna use her in battle. You're just gonna have them around because she's cute. I do think Glaceon's probably better than Flareon, but that's another thing. But yeah, but Flareon's uh, not good. <laughs> I know. Dude, Flareon has never been good though. So. When will Flareon have its spot? No, n- n- none, ever. Uh, yeah. Everyone said that once Flareon got that physical fire move, it was going to take off. Oh, yeah. It was going to be real good after that, right? It'll be a real threat. Uh, it no. It got its happen. physical fire move and has done nothing with it. Doesn't it, have, doesn't it have the base 60 speed? Yeah, it's a horrible speed and defense, so it doesn't live long enough. Yeah. It, and I, the casual one, knows this, but mostly because I'm an Eevee fan. <laughs> it's just... It's like... It can have a guts boosted flare blitz and it's still bad. It's fine. I tried. I tried many times to try to make them competitive back when I played, uh, and it just never happened. No, it's 65 base speed. He got the 65 in the speed. If he could switch his special attack and his speed, like, yes. life is good. Then it will be actually will be interesting, but no. Yeah, he's yeah. just bad. All right, keep going. I also think Leafeon has the best shiny out of all the evolutions. That. Mm, no, no, Umbreon, Umbreon, Sylveon, and Umbreon. Sylveon and Umbreon are really good. Yeah, they're they're uh, it's tough there. Vaporeon's okay too. Umbreon, I think wins. I I think Umbreon wins that though. Yeah, Umbreon wins that easily. I, I mean, like that, the blue, the blue, blue yeah, black and blue. Oh, yeah. it looks gorgeous. So good. Uh, just wanted to write in and share and to say thanks for all the content and fun lately. Oh, good. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's our pleasure. Keep on keeping on. Serious. It's fun for us, too. All right. This last one today is going to be from Fatnick. Hey, Puckle Crew. Newcomer. He calls himself, by the way. (laughs) He calls himself that, by the way. Fatnick, yeah. That's what he calls himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just making sure we're not making, you know. Newcomer to the podcast here, writing in for the first time. My favorite Pokemon from Gen 4 is a very underloved mythical. That's right. Everyone's favorite sea slug, Gastrodon. (laughs) (laughs) I mean Manaphy. (laughs) He goes, I I like Manaphy. This little water bug is easily my favorite mythical ever and my favorite Gen 4 mon. Full disclosure, the reasoning is purely sentimental, so nostalgia trip incoming. Back in Gen 4, I use the phrase, see me. I will. That's a trademark of Puckle <laughs> LLC. Okay, we're coming for you. <laughs> I, I, worked a, I worked really hard to complete my first National Dex in Platinum. I was nine when Platinum released, and I didn't really understand the events or distribution of Mons. 
Thank God the internet for the internet and plentiful glitches. <laughs> the Manaphy was the last mod to complete my decks. Fiona excluded because, you know. At this point, R- Pokemon Ranger uh, was a f- few years old. Over a month or so, I bought and exchanged three used copies from my local GameStop, and all three of them had the Manaphy egg claimed. I think that's the stupid part of Pokemon oh. Ranger, by the way. The stupidest part wow. is that each copy, even if you, no, reset, you can't the reset the save, the you can't reset the Manaphy. <gasps> so you could only use it once? Yeah, for the Manaphy egg, and then you have to have a fresh copy or a copy that doesn't have it claimed. I mean, you can you can get around it now because you can like just go inject a save into the cartridge. Right, okay. Um, that has the Manaphy egg, like, not claimed, but it's, uh... There wasn't a way of doing that. No, no, I mean, obviously, I mean, that, that requires, like, spe- like specialized hardware and stuff to do even then, so... Wow. Thankfully, fourth try was the charm. I was 13 when I finally completed my first National Dex. Fast forward a few years, and I had since lost my DS in the game, game cart with a full Dex. I'm now 22. Oof. That is very young. Game, yes. I mean, to be fair, I did the podcast when I was 22, so, uh... <laughs> Man, I I don't like thinking about the fact that like that's when I revived Fuckle was when I was 22. I'm not 22 anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm now 22. Hadn't played a Pokemon game in nearly 10 years. This past May, my fiance bought me a Switch and Sword. I fell back Aww. in love with the series all over again. I put in 300 hours on Sword between May and August, mostly shiny hunting. Needless to say, my fiance regrets her decision. My biggest qualm with <laughs> one of my one of my bigger qualms with Sword and Shield is that the shiny hunting is like you're just riding on you're just riding and doing eggs. Yes. Yeah. That's my biggest qualm. Like, I want a good shiny hunting method like Dexnav. I think that was the last great shiny hunting method. <laughs> it was a good one. Like, SOS chaining's all right, but I think Dexnav was peak. Like, I would I would rather run on a bike than do SOS chaining, personally. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy the egg thing. Mostly because I feel I'm more attached when I, when I hatch them. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but that's how I feel. After the announcement of BDSP, however, I really wanted to play through Gen 4 on its native hardware and take another stab at the national decks. A friend generously sold me their old DS, Ranger, and Pearl way under market value. Thanks, Daniel. Tim, I surprised <laughs> after putting 10 hours... Daniel better listen to this podcast, fat neck, okay? Uh, <laughs> Tim, I surprised after putting 10 hours into Ranger without touching Pearl. There was a Manaphy egg on the cart still. Ranger's actually a fun game, so I don't blame you. I immediately went to Pearl and sent the egg over. I took this Manaphy through my entire playthrough and loved loved every second. I haven't quite completed the Dex and Pearl yet, but I did send the Manaphy up to home to see the attached picture. I cannot wait to have this Manaphy in the new BDSP games. I have been really happy with how, how they've handled Mythics so far for BDSP. I wish they would have demythicalized Darkrai and Shaman, but I'm happy with the Manaphy egg distribution. Thanks for entertaining my rant. Cheers, Fetnik. No, it's definitely, it's great. It's mm-hmm. got some old contest ribbons. I know, it's cute. It's cute. But yeah, that's it for the mailbag this week. Uh, Green Taurus badge. Who do we want to give it to? Mm-hmm. There were many good ones this week. There okay. are many good ones. I like you feller. You feller. Yeah, I, I'd be okay with any of them. Uh, let's just do you fell then, because I don't want to be you giving fell. out too many Green Taurus badges, okay? Until we get <laughs> next month. Uh, yeah, before... Uh, before uh, you know, the red rodent badge comes into play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the missed uh, shiny sneasel hit home. So yeah, we'll do that. Uh, so yeah, you fell, you get it. Yay! Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Email us next week with your response to uh, what your first Pokemon game was, your last Pokemon game was, your favorite Pokemon game, your um, what's the other one? Uh, the game you spent uh, the most time in, soundtrack? and. Which game you enjoyed the soundtrack out of the most? Please send those in. And I guess least favorite, we forgot to do that ourselves, but 
Oh, that was the least favorite? Thought, yeah. That wasn't one of the questions, I think? No, it wasn't. We uh, were gonna it was do it on the Zelda but, one. Yeah, um, we forgot. We were following the tweet too too closely. By we, I mean Thatch. But, yeah, do that. Send that to PucklePodcast or gmail.com. It's Gen 3. That's the worst. There we go. I did it. Uh, that's not... Lies. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that I hate any of them. I don't know. It's weird. But, Let's go. Uh, yo, no, right. Never mind. You're right. Okay. <laughs> never mind. You found it. All right. So next week, uh, until next week, guys, if you want to hang out with us, maybe get some sweet free Pokemon over on our Discord server, come over to PuckleDiscord.com. Hang out with us. Follow us on social media over on Twitter, Facebook, uh, uh, Instagram, and Tumblr. You can also go ahead and follow us over on uh, YouTube at YouTube.com slash PucklePodcast. I've got some video ideas floating around in my head that we might be able to use here mm. in the near future. Uh, we also have, uh, uh, we also have our Twitch at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast, where I try to get on there at least once a week. And I know other people have been trying to get in there as well. So definitely keep an eye out on that. Definitely follow us on, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess those are the only things, uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so by going over to Twitch at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast and dropping a free Twitch prime subscription. If you have Amazon prime, or you can uh, go over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. I have to do green Taurus pins now for the $10 tier. Um, and that'll probably Ooh. be coming in January. I need to email the guy today to get those pins rolling before the Chinese New Year. Yes. Uh, so uh, definitely keep an eye out for that. If you're at the $10 tier, though, when we get the pins, then you will get shipped a pin. So that is how that'll work. All right. So on that note, we are going to go ahead and end the show. I have been your host, Trainer Thatch. Some say I've been Yashiro. And I've been our Sigma. Here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. It's closing time in Lavender Town. Time to say our goodbyes. It's closing time. Yeah.